Welcome to 10 Bestest, where we sift through the noise so you don't have to. Each week we share our 10 favorite things of the moment. Anything goes. Hello and welcome everyone to 10 Bestest. I'm Karen McFarlane Holman. And I'm Brian Hart. And we're so excited, or I'm so excited to start this episode. I am excited as well. Yeah, I got some good stuff. All right, cool. And I get to go first this time. Yeah, you do. My cool sheet has to do with something in psychology. So I have a question for you. Have you ever walked through a door and then forgotten why you were entering the room or there was something there you were going to get and you just have no idea why you did it? Well, this is a real phenomenon and it is, has a name and it is called the doorway effect by psychologists. Studies have been conducted on this and it was first done at the University of Notre Dame and they did this in a virtual space. The participants in this, they used a computer, uh, computer buttons to navigate through this virtual reality environment and it was depicted on a television screen and it had 55 rooms in it. So these participants were going through and they had to go to a table that had an item that was then no longer visible as soon as it was picked up by then, again, virtually. And then their task was to take the item and take it to another table. Now, what was observed is that the participants' memory performance was worse when, again, virtually, they walked through an open door and then they deposited on the table, as opposed to if they walked the same distance, but they weren't changing room to room. They did the same study that was conducted then in a real environment, which is always good because they did want to see what would happen in a virtual environment and then continue the study. And again, same results. So very curious. Why is this? Psychologists believe that passing through a doorway and entering into a different room creates some kind of mental block in the brain. And their hypothesis is supported by another study that was combining this doorway effect with memory. And it was demonstrated that people passing through doorways experience this divide in their memory. So fascinating. Walking through these open doors is thought to reset the memory to make room for the emergence of a new episode. Humans are understood to live episodically. And this was coinciding with all of these studies. So don't worry if this happens to you, it is normal. And it is called the doorway effect. Whoa, this is trip, isn't it? Because, <laughs> of course, yes, this has definitely happened to me before. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think, I don't remember which comedian said it, but they always said that, um, that the button for your memory recall is on your butt. Because the second <laughs> you sit down, that's when you're like, oh, yeah, I meant to go get the yes. whatever, glass yes. of water. Exactly. Something. So, which yeah. is, that also happens to me. I wonder if there's yes. the, the butt button effect. <laughs> <laughs> to trigger the memory. It's so but, true. Because uh, then you get up and then you and then you sit down again. You're like, ah, I forgot it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that they named it that and that it's like a real thing. Yeah. Like I thought it was just yeah. I thought maybe it was because you're taking a new stimulus because you enter a room mm-hmm. and sometimes especially if there's someone in there and you get distracted, you're right. talking to someone or whatever. Right. I've definitely done that, but I mean, yeah, there's many times where I like walked into a, co- a colleague's office and <laughs> totally. been like, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> I was going to ask you something and uh, no idea what I it was. forgot yeah. and I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. And it happens so often that that's not even weird anymore. Like people oh, are like, yeah. all right, 
you know, because they've done it, I've done it. Yeah, Completely. It's wild. In fact, right after I found out about this, when I was doing research for uh-huh. this episode, I was talking with someone and I was on my headset and I was walking around my house while I was talking to them. And I walked through a door and I said, I am sorry. Who is this? I have no idea <laughs> what, what I was going to say. But guess what? It's because I just walked through a door and it's a thing. And then I told them about the doorway effect. Hey, see, and then I go. remembered what it was after that. So sometimes you oh just got to go so through wild. it. Oh my gosh, that's Yeah. Who, who called me? Who, is who this? are you? Oh gosh, that's another phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Now yes. I have the official scientific name, the doorway mm-hmm. effect. Yep. I am going to talk about a movie and a book, and this movie is called The Room, and also the book is called The Disaster Artist, and uh, the movie The Room is directed, written, and stars Tommy Wiseau. Uh, He plays Johnny, who's a a successful bank executive who lives quietly in San Francisco townhouse with his fiancée, Lisa. One day, putting aside any scruple, she seduces Johnny's best friend, Mark. From there, nothing will be the same again. Now, this is supposed to be super dramatic. It was going to be the next streetcar named Desire. Tommy worked on the script. It was his lifeblood forever. And it it was one of the worst movies. It's one of the worst ranked movies of any platform. A lot of people call it the best worst movie of all time. This is some Kane of bad movies. Um, but, uh, and it, it is, it's pretty bad. But it also might be genius because uh, when you start to think about what movies are supposed to do for you, they're supposed to invoke emotion. They're supposed to make you feel things, and maybe it's not the intention of the film, but you will laugh hysterically. It's become a cult classic. It's it's loved by celebrities and people. It's like Rocky Horror, where they'll have screenings, and they watch the movie, and they have little sayings at every part of the movie, and they throw spoons, and they do all this stuff, and people watch it over and over and over again. So, There can be another movie that's critically acclaimed that you might see once in your life, but this movie is giving people pleasure over and over, year after year. So maybe it's not a bad movie. Like I said, it definitely isn't what it was intended to be, but I love it so much. Um, I actually met Greg Sestero, who plays Mark. Uh, He wrote that book, um, Disaster Artist. It became a movie that was nominated for an Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay. And he's basically made a career out of surviving the room and this movie. And talk about a way to turn something negative into a positive. It's actually super endearing to read the book and the whole background behind the movie. Definitely worth checking out The Room. I didn't realize those two people played those roles that they did. That's so interesting. Yes. That, that Tommy and, um, what's his name, Mark? Or that played Mark, uh, Greg? Greg, who yeah, plays Mark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and Tommy. Uh, writing the book, yeah. and then, wow. Yeah, they met, like, their story's super interesting, and he talks about it in the book and, and in the movie, too, but they met at, like, acting school, and, and Tommy was just acting insane, and he was like, who is this guy? I have to meet this guy. I have to hang out with him. They became roommates. They become friends. Oh, wow. They also became, like, frenemies. Like, uh-huh. they had, of course, <laughs> arguments. Um, but there's all this mystery surrounding Tommy. It's just, it's such a fascinating story. And I actually, I, I 
bought, because um, Greg was actually in Salem. Uh -huh. He's doing a little tour. And I got the original screenplay signed by Greg. But this is like even more bonkers than the actual movie, supposedly, because um, when he wrote it, they like fixed it. Oh <laughs> and it's, my so gosh. So I, I, I've definitely, I've like peeked through there and it's cra yeah, even crazier yeah. than the movie, which is pretty hard to believe. I know. So I have seen the movie <laughs> oh, because yeah. you told me to, I mean, oh. this is several years ago. Yes. And it is, it's so... I mean, you're just laughing. It's super serious, but but yeah. you're laughing because it's so uh, awkward. Yes, yeah, so awkward. Yeah, awkward. So like just disturbing, and yeah. it's funny when it's not supposed to be funny. Right. right. Uh, but there there is something, you know, and uh, I think Tommy even has made peace with it. Certainly, Greg has. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, again, he it was kind of his perspective of like, look, this movie makes people feel things. Yes. And that's what movies are supposed to do. So yeah. I don't think it's a bad movie. And I kind of agree with them. Right. Well, and I think what comes through with this is the sincerity. Like they were sincerely into making this Tommy a good was for movie. sure. And <laughs> so that is endearing. It's actually very charming in that way. You yeah. know, it's terrible. So yeah. it's yeah, it's it's like a perfect combination that then is given it this yeah. lifeblood and and you could never make a fiction movie try to be bad and weird mm, like it is yeah. like it would be impossible yeah. to pull off and that's why comedians and and you know James Franco directed the 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 movie mm. and Seth Rogen was in it and you know that clan of like it was such a cult classic. Tommy bought a billboard in Hollywood about for the movie poster, and and it was up for like a decade or something crazy in LA. Wow. So he was paying, he, this guy has like unlimited money. He paid for, the. he bought two cameras. He bought film cameras and digital cameras. So two different cameras financed the entire thing with millions of dollars with his own money. Like, and all that's a mystery. Like, if you haven't seen it, Check it out. Check out the movie. Go with an open mind for sure. And then read the yeah. book, really, because that's what really ah, gives insight of, okay. like, the madness. And it's just wild. It's so wild, but it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> that's great. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And for all links that are associated with this episode, you can go to 10bestest.com slash doorway for the doorway effect. Yes. My Cool Sheet is an organization. This is a nonprofit organization, and it is called Brown Girl Surf. I want you to close your eyes for a moment and think of people that are in surf culture. Okay, so think about what they look like. And I am willing to bet that the images that you have in your mind are not black and brown women. But Oakland, California-based organization called Brown Girl Surf challenges that by simply inviting women of color to dive into the water and everything they have to do surrounds that. Marlem Reynosa is the organization's lead surf instructor and organizer. And she set a goal to change surf culture. She started Brown Girl Surf to create a more inclusive and diverse space for women of color to feel seen and valued and to feel like they can surf and have fun with it. She loves surfing, but she knew that it wasn't necessarily a place where everyone feels like they belong and she wanted to change that. Also, beyond changing the culture and the attitudes around it, Brown Girl Surf also wants to create a more environmentally supportive surf culture. So they also engage in a lot of other endeavors, such as hosting beach cleanups and civic engagement events. 
The background on Marlem's passion around this organization is based on her own experience, but it's also based on facts. Roughly 64% of black children don't know how to swim. And this is compared with 40% of white children. And this is according to the U.S. Swimming Foundation. These numbers have resulted in higher drowning deaths among black children. Lower rates of swimming among black people are frequently attributed to historical consequences of segregation. So beyond diversifying surf culture, Brown Girl, Brown Girl Surf seeks to build community by empowering women of all ages to express themselves and feel brave and comfortable in their own skin. And they've created things like Surf, Girl, surf Sister Saturdays, and they pair mentors with participants, and um, they're really helping people come out of their skin and into the surf. Brown girl surf. Ah, uh, this is so, so cool. Isn't it? And one of those things that I never thought of, I mean, I'm not a surfer either, but I was like, oh yeah, of course, of course this had to be done and I'm so glad that it is. Yes. Um, yeah, because I mean, the epitome of surfers is the literal like blonde hair, blue eye totally. surfer dude, you yep, know? Exactly. I mean, it could not get any whiter. Mm -mm. Um, so I'm so glad that this is happening yeah. and it's making people feel like they belong. Yes. So cool. Yeah. Well, surfing's, I've always wanted to do it, but I never Me have. Too. Me too. Um, I've, yeah, I've just done like boogie boarding and stuff, but never actually surfing. Yeah. Oregon isn't the most, I mean, it's not impossible. You can definitely surf, but yeah. it's not the most friendly. If you have a really good wetsuit. Yeah, you got to sure. have a good wetsuit. You got to still be able to even handle cold even with the wetsuit. Yeah. Um, and the waves aren't as good as, you know, California, right. Hawaii, places like that. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, that shouldn't stop me. I should learn, but I'm really glad that this is happening. Uh, me too. And I'm um, so excited. I'm. Uh, would that be two degrees of separation again, um, from the organizer? So I found this out from a um, colleague of mine, Dave Griffith, who's, oh, who actually cool. co-hosted 10 yeah, Bestes with yeah, me yeah. once. And he's good friends with her and oh, told cool. me about this. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, yeah. awesome. That makes it, always makes it just even a little bit cool. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so, so much for sharing So maybe that. I'll get to meet her sometime. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to be talking about a supplement, and this supplement is called Water Drop. And for everybody on YouTube, I'm going to do a demonstration while I talk about it. Um, so if you can see on YouTube, I'll try to describe it for the radio. Um, it's this little square, and you put it in your water. There you go, little buddy. Uh, and it kind of looks it reminds me of an Alka-Seltzer. So it goes down and it starts fizzing. And what this supplement does is they're taking the real taste of natural fruits and plants to enhance the best drink in the world, pure water. So I don't like sparkling water. I think you talked about um, a fizz maker thing um, that I would never buy because I don't like it. Um, and I never really liked LaCroix. Like I just don't like fizzy water. I always like tap water. Um, and even the flavored water that I've ever had, it tastes a little off. It's a little artificial. Um, but that all changed because I, on a whim, I don't know why, but I tried this water drop and I loved it. And, uh, who doesn't want to drink more water? I know a lot of people don't like the taste of plain water. They just think it's boring and that's why they get all these flavors and fizzes and things like this. But the reason why I love it, there's no sugar added. So you can still drink plain 
water that isn't fizzy if you don't like fizzy like me, and uh, no sugar added, so that's a big thing. There's not a lot of chemicals and artificial flavors because it's made from all real things. Um, they have a, these really cool different flavors, so they have Zen, Love, Boost, Flare, Glow, Youth, Vibe, Shiro, Focus, and Nero. I love the names. So this one I dropped in is Zen, so Zen it comes with um, vitamin C, thiamine, and um, biotin. I'll have to have the uh, chemistry professor correct me on that one. But we're going to try it here in a little bit. Uh, it's super good. And if you want to check it out, go ahead and try Water Drop. Okay, I will go <laughs> ahead and try Water Drop. Yeah, mm -hmm. let's see what you think. And it's actually a little fizzy Ooh, now I because like when it. you first do it, mm. it is a little bit fizzy. Oh, that's marvelous. Okay. I'm Isn't sold. it good? Yeah, that's and great. And it's not super expensive. Mm -hmm. um, I think 12 micro drinks cost a do uh, 11 bucks. So that's less than a dollar each. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're buying bottled flavored water, I guess LaCroix is probably cheaper, but who knows what they put in that? I don't know. <laughs> But um, this is just a good way if you're trying to boost, you know, it's still the beginning of the year if you're trying to boost your water habit, yes. but you just don't like to drink water mm -hmm. and you, you know, maybe you're drinking sweet tea or something else or soda, this might be a good alternative. So you're still actually getting water, just water, yeah. but actually getting some vitamins and supplements that might be good for you. So, it's also fun to watch. Yeah, I love that. It is. Um, so that's called effervescence. Ah, yes. And things that have citric acid in them do that. Like um, Alka-Seltzer has citric acid okay, in it. Okay, there that you same go. Kinda, yeah, kinda it's bubbly. super cool looking. I need you to do a time lapse of that. Yeah. Because um, it looks like it. Yeah, it's super cool. It looks like a little volcano rock. Oh, lovely. <laughs> well, thank you. I do. I like sparkling water, but I will say two things about it. It just sort of fills me up fast and, of course, mm. makes you burp and yeah. Yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I think that sounds great. Yeah, and I drink a lot of water on my own, but I have noticed, and I will mix it with a giant, my giant, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. 32, 64 ounce water bottle. Uh, and I just still just put one in. So uh -huh. we're talking, you know, almost the entire day. It gives it just a little hint of flavor. Yeah. Uh, and it may, I do drink more water. There's no question that I drink more when, when I great. put that in there. So. Uh, and that's someone who loves plain old tap water. Yeah, you know, I wonder if that would create an incentive because now you have a drink. It's not just water. Yeah, it's, it's kind of an event. And you want to like finish it. Like it's a fun it thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You just don't want to dump it in the sink. You pay money for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Awesome. Thank you. You're very welcome. And so, again, our any of the links that you are interested in to learn more about anything we're talking about, you can go to tenbestest.com slash doorway. My cool sheet is a crowdfunder. It is a special kind of crowdfunder and it is called Chuffed. And specifically, this crowdfunder is for socially conscious projects. Why did they start? Okay, so back in uh, about 2012, they asked themselves, the founders asked themselves, when you see something that needs to change in your community, what do you do? And they were like, well, is it just this idea, oh, someone should do something about that, or ranting online about how broken the system is and how people just don't get it. And instead, they thought, well, what if instead of just doing that kind of internal ranting, what if they 
put up their hand to do something about it. And whether it's big or whether it's small, and they knew that all around the world, there are already millions of people who are doing just that. There are so many of these positive organizations that are out there trying to make a change in the world. So then they asked themselves, how can they help all these people who are trying to make these changes? And that is when they built chuffed.org. Their goals are first off to make it simple to fundraise. And then secondly, to make it easy for these organizations that are trying to fundraise to find a community of people who want to support them. Because there's so many causes out there, different people in the world have different types of causes they want. So, okay, how can they find their people? And they also wanted to give the supporters, once they were found, they wanted to give them a transparent and an effective way to help and to feel good about changing the world. So in essence, it's a crowdfunding site, but it's really centered around these important issues in the world where people are trying to make these much needed changes. The timeline on their website is so great to keep an eye on what is going on, what they've done, what they've done in the past and where they're headed now. And each endeavor is a new milestone showing that people really do want to help with these important missions and values of all these things that are being done. And I wanted to mention a quick example, a successful project from April 2021 was focused on buying back indigenous land where the Jajawarung people in Australia bought back their land. And this was thanks to over 1,500 people who donated over $150,000 in eight days. Chuffed.org. Whoa, this is so cool. This is one of those things that you... They're like, oh, finally, like, I'm so glad this is finally around. Yeah, like, I right. wish it was around a lot longer ago. You know, there's a lot of people that think that, um, you know, they can't make a difference. You know, mm -hmm. they're just one person. Yes, right. How can I change the world? Now, yeah. this is something, you know, and not everybody wants to organize something in their community. Mm -hmm. They just want to be yeah. a, a player, a part of it, not necessarily the main person, because that's a lot of work. Right. Um, so this is so cool. And for yeah. so many different reasons of how you can get involved, find your cause if you Yes. Um, are looking for a new one. So cool. I, know. I love this. You can probably, you know, your commitment level, however you want to, is monetary. I wonder, do exactly. they have like mm. other opportunities to do things or I, is it all just mon donating money essentially? Yeah. So I think where, what they do is they're helping with just the fundraising, the fundraising. stuff. But once you find out about the fundraising and more about that organization, absolutely. You could then dive in and see what opportunities they have. Yeah. Other things you could do. Mm. It's so cool. Yeah. Man, yeah. this is great. Just, it seems like there's unlimited potential on things that oh you absolutely do. so so cool yeah i loved it so i was just told about it because they had one of their campaigns had to do with uh girls and women in afghanistan and mm. um and pets actually anyway someone was telling me about that but then i looked more into chuff.org and i was like this just itself is amazing yeah. not like even that one campaign was great but this is amazing yeah. and i also wanted to mention for the americans out there chuffed isn't a word that we use a lot but it essentially means in australian it's like stoked like it's it's slang to be really pleased about something oh that's cool yeah well i'm pretty chuffed about that uh yeah. website. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing yeah that. you're welcome i'm definitely going to check that out cool my cool sheet is a health app slash blood work 
biomarker, it's a whole bunch of different things. It's Inside Tracker. So it was founded in 2009 by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, MIT, and Tufts. Now it sounds super academic, it is, you do want that. Um, Karen, you talked about Viome before, um, and so it was, fun. it was interesting because I was already looking at some kind of biomarker uh, program, and I never heard of Viome, so I looked into that one, and Wellness FX has been talked a lot about with um, like Tim Ferriss and Ben Greenfield, and it's kind of like the big daddy of them all. Um, I, so Viome didn't have quite enough biomarkers for me. I think they test about for 30, and it's cheaper though, it's 200 bucks. And then Wellness FX, it does 92 biomarkers, but it's $925. Inside Tracker is kind of this middle ground, uh, the Goldilocks, if you would for me anyway, where it has 43 total biomarkers, so still quite a bit. Um, it's 589, so it's about half as much as Wellness FX. Um, and actually, there's uh, coupon codes and things you can get, so it was only $440, I think. So I basically could get two tests for the price of one. Uh, it does your blood work, it talks about, uh, the, and the thing that I really like about this is once you get your blood work, it gets all the data. Looks at just the raw numbers, what you might or might not be allergic to. It looks at my uh, inner age, so what my biological age versus my actual age is of my body and my health. It looks at my DNA info. There's an app that comes with it. It gives you nutrition samples. Um, they have a blog post, a daily check-in where you see how you're feeling and if you're on the right program because it gives you all this advice on how to improve your biomarkers. Um, they have a podcast, I don't know if I said that, they have so many things, it's impossible to talk about in two minutes, but I have been so happy with this. I took my first one in, I think, November, and in November I'm gonna go back in in March or May, see how I did, see if I've improved, and hopefully got a little bit younger on my inner age. But definitely, if you want to learn more about your own health, check out Inside Trekker. I love all of the things that come with it, but you yeah. can learn more about yeah, yeah. yourself and your own health and all of that. Yeah, so because great. there are so many different things like this. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them just give blood results back and you're like, oh, you're high on lecithine LX1 and deficient in blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. And they're like, this app is just like, eat more fish or eat less the nice. pasta, eat nice. more whole grains versus, you know, like it breaks it down in such a, a, a you know, layman's terms, which yeah. I need of like actual actionable steps mm -hmm. that you can take every day and it holds you accountable because you're checking in every day. Of course they kind of gamified it where you get little streaks and badges or whatever, yeah, yeah. but I have just gotten so into my health this year. That was the one thing I really want to focus mm, on, physical, awesome. mental health. Um, I learned that I was two years older than I actually am. My my biological age and I'm, I'm, my body thinks I'm two years. Sometimes I feel like I'm 20 years older <laughs> than my actual, but uh, so now I got to get that reversed. So I'm taking all these steps. That's and awesome. learning a lot about things and yeah, it's really cool. It'll link to your 23andMe or Ancestry oh, interesting. DNA data. Yeah. So I already had that. It was a little mm -hmm. bit extra, but then that way it says, okay, are your ancestors like um, mm. less prone to caffeine or alcohol or things like this? Like, it's so much data. Like I have barely scratched the surface and I've learned so much about myself. Wow. Like I cannot wow. wait to just keep diving in further and yeah. learn more and, and get 
healthier. Yes. <laughs> At some point, you'll have to give an update. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'll have to do a little six month, you know, once I get my new numbers so I can really yeah. compare them. Oh, and see. exactly. I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Yes. So it is a little spendy. So those two tests were, you know, 400 each. So it's like the 880 that does pay for the blood work. So you just mm. go to your local, you know, there you can get blood draws at various places. It tells you wherever you live, okay. where you can go. Oh, they also, it's extra, but you can have someone come to you if you want to do a blood draw, if you don't have one near you, but we, in our pharmacy, any quest. So I think it's like Safeway or Albertsons. They, they have blood, okay. blood work. You can get super easy, all paid for. You just give them the sheet, boom, boom, boom. They draw eight vials and send it down and you get your results in like a week and a half or so. That's great. Yeah, so cool. Mm. I really, really, it just, I've always wanted to do this. So I'm so excited yes. that I finally took the, yeah. the leap and did it. You have talked about it for a long time. A long time. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're very thank you. Welcome. Yeah, because you told me a little bit, but now I have the full lowdown. So yeah. fascinating. Yeah. It's, awesome. it's cool. It's really cool. It sounds like it. <laughs> I love, yeah, I love it. Thank you. And if you want to learn more about it, we have links, of course, to all of our cool sheets. And for this episode, you can find it at 10bestest.com slash doorway. My cool sheet is an article. I love languages. I bring up cool sheet languages that are, are cool sheets that are related to languages a lot. And this one is called, it's, this article is called To Learn Klingon or Esperanto, What Invented Languages Can Teach Us. This is an amazing article. I just loved it. It shows us that languages are more than just a string of words. You can learn thousands of vocabulary words and still not be fluent in a language. The basis of this article is an interview with Christine Schreier. She is a professor of linguistic anthropology at University of British Columbia. And she is a scholar who started studying the Navi language that was invented for the movie Avatar. And she made some fascinating discoveries with this. And then she got some media attention from her work, which then landed her several gigs in blockbuster movies. From scratch, she invented the Kryptonian language for the movie Man of Steel. She invented the Altarian language for Power Rangers, the Bima or Cro-Magnon language for the movie Alpha, the Atlantean language for Zack Snyder's Justice League, and she's done a lot more other languages too. So we definitely get the lowdown from someone who is not just an expert in studying this kind of stuff, but she has done it herself. It's all about how these words are strung together, which goes first, the verb, the noun, the adjective, which varies language to language. And also languages change over time. And so you need to take in all these things into account when you're inventing these languages. And J.R.R. Tolkien knows this or knew this. He had uh, one part where elves lived in, in the whole Lord of the Rings series. Elves lived they were saying things differently from different community to community that had moved from um, one place to another. He took that into account when he had the, the elven language. So there's so many subtleties. You learn all about them in this article. I just loved it. It's all about invented languages. Oh, this is so cool. But I do take issue with this because first of all, all languages are invented. <laughs> 
Someone, people all invented them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Klingon and Esperanto are very different because one's made for a movie and one was made to, the idea of it was to be the international language that everybody spoke. Totally. And I'm actually a huge Esperanto fan. I have a whole complete course for beginners. I have a dictionary. Uh Like I got into it for a while. I had a three ring binder. Like I was practicing and I, the thing is, yeah, it never took off. It never happened. It's such a, uh, it's really, really too bad because it's it's a super phonetic language. It's very easy to learn. You know, they put a lot of thought into how to make this language super easy that anybody could learn. And that way, everybody could talk to everybody, no matter where you were yep. from. It was such a good idea um, where other these other movies are, you know, for specialty movies and things. Not discrediting them because no. so much work goes into them. There is a really good TED Talk by the guy that did Dothraki and other languages mm-hmm. for movies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he talks about this in this TED Talk about how he comes up with them in the same thing. It's very structured. It's very real. Yeah. I love that, yeah. all of that. But yeah, uh, I'll jabber a little bit that um, all, all, just like um, the, the mighty and very smart Thor said, all words are made up. All languages <laughs> have been invented. So that would be everything. Yeah, but yeah. I get what she's saying. You know, you got to hit that headline. Oh, yeah. A well, well yeah. No, there's... Yeah, but I, I have something to add to that that mm-hmm. actually expands on it. So first off, have we ever talked about this? Because I took a course in Esperanto. We I have like a college course Esperanto in Esperanto. came up once. I was hinting oh. at it. Um, before, like I was setting it up at a cool sheet, uh, like something you talked about and you're like, I'm going to talk about that. And you like snagged it on air and I was like, Whoa, okay. (laughs) I guess I'm getting an assist for that one. (laughs) That's so funny. Because my, the way that I learned about Esperanto is I saw it. There's a movie Incubus starring William Shatner of all people. And they use that language. And that movie has a really special, it's also apparently just like the room, super awful. According to a lot of people, a lot of people. People make fun of it. I actually loved it. Um, and I kind of fell in love with the language as well. Mm-hmm. And for the record, people that hate it so much, it does have like a, an Academy Award winning one of the best cinematographers of all time. So it is shot beautifully. The cinematography is beautiful. It's, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's stunning. Uh, but yeah, so that's how I got into it. And I like, of course, when I look at something, I go all in all the time. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. can't believe we've never actually talked about it. No. So, okay. So now I want to go back to what you were saying before about like just so, somewhat dismissing like well it's just made up for a movie because this is why christine started studying it is she was interested in the navi language that was written for avatar Mm -hmm. and she was interested in all of these people who learned it and who were really into it and who are like klingon same thing with trekkies they get fluent in klingon and so she was fascinated with them so she studied and talked to a lot of these people and the reason why, or one of the reasons why that they were so into it is because they, first off, they felt like they found a community that was um, really open and accepting. And these are people who felt a little bit um, outside of regular society. Sure. And they so they felt accepted and that they loved the whole thing about... Um, in Avatar and the language that is all about environmentalism and all these aspects of that was basically had to do with them being environmentalists and how they could then portray this in another way in their lives. So she, I mean, that's why she, I don't know if she wrote her PhD thesis on it, but she's definitely written a lot of articles investigating this part that went way beyond just being a language in a movie. 
Yeah. Well, and yeah, and that's why I, I just, the, the clickbaity-ish yes, yes. uh, headline, which <laughs> right. she probably didn't write, um, depending on what um, source it is, yeah. makes it kind of already pigeonhole into like, mm. this isn't real. So that's exactly what the people that are in the community don't like. Right. You know, so right. yeah, once you read the article, it sounds like she's way more in with you know oh, like totally. no it's actually super super cool and yeah. to also though um take klingon and then esperanto which one was made for a sci-fi film and one was mm -hmm. meant for a universal language to help all humanity yes. Yes. also is very different like yes. so i have issue with the headline still um, <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, totally. seems like she's pretty cool <laughs> oh she is yeah she's amazing and yeah. and how cool is that like she got to write it like in yeah just yeah Oh, That's no, super cool. I would love to do that. I've always, like, it's funny on Duolingo one time as a joke because now they have Klingon on there and Dorthraki and other things. And I, like, clicked it kind of as a joke just to see, like, is this legit? And, yep, they got lessons plans. And then I kept getting reminders, like, you need to study Klingon. You need to study. And I'm like, <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> so I'm not funny. a Klingon. Like, leave me alone. And finally it gave up, but it was very funny how persistent it was to learn Klingon. Now, if it was a Star Wars language, I might have done it. <laughs> so Star Wars languages are gibberish. Are they? They're not language. They're oh, not that's invented super languages. Interesting. Yeah, she talked about that. Oh, mm -hmm. funny. That's that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks for all your uh, contributions. Yeah, it was, it was like a double a double whammy. Totally. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about a pillow. This is a kind of a silly cool sheet, but not really. When you find a good pillow, let me tell you, you got to share it with the world. Um, so this is um, the Lila Kapok pillow. And it is, speaking of Lord of the Rings, one pillow to rule them all. This is what they say on their website, so automatically a fan. But it has to have more than a cool, catchy, uh, stolen catchphrase. Um, it has to be... Cool, and I, I needed a new pillow. My old pillow was a pancake, which I actually like. Sleeping on your stomach, you want a thin uh, pillow, but it was like getting a little bit grimy, um, just too flat, like I had to really bunch it up. And so I started searching for the best pillow. What would be good for me? Mostly I'm a side sleeper, not my stomach. So I wanted something where you could be a side sleeper and I kept looking and I looked, there's a bunch of memory foam and different things. So this has um, a mix of KPOC fibers and reactive memory foam fill inside. Now, what I really love about it though is it has that really nice, and I'm, I'm in, on YouTube, you'll see me kind of squishing it and loving on it and hugging it because it's so soft. I'll let Karen, after I'm done, do it too, but maybe I don't want to share. It's just, I'm going to take a little nap right now. I love it so much. Um, but you, it has a zipper here and you can take easily take out the stuffing. So it comes actually overstuffed. And so I took some out, you save it in a bag. So later on, if it becomes pancakey, you can actually add some of the fluff back and you can make it custom to the exact size that you want for you because everybody's different and wants a different size but it forms because it has that memory pad it like forms your head it's just it is expensive it was over a hundred dollars just just over a hundred dollars but you know what i have had a perfect night's sleep ever since no crooked necks no anything and that affects your sleep so much it's worth spending some money find the one you like and if you're looking for one maybe try the k the the kyla k -Pock. 
And it looks really cool. Yeah, it looks really oh, yeah. cool. And I it's funny. That. It's this, you know, hexagon pattern, if you're just listening on the podcast. Um, and it's kind of lumpy, like, at first. And, and mm -hmm. if you take it out really quick, um, you know, like, when I first saw it, I'm like, how is this going to be comfortable? Like, feel that. Feel that's kind of lumpy. Oh, it's totally stuff. lumpy. And I was like, this is a pillow? This is supposed to be comfortable? <laughs> that's too weird. But when you put this little hex um, pattern, thank you, it, um, it actually, it feels like you feel this texture, and it feels, and it just molds mm. to your face and everything so much that it actually works. It's super, super comfortable and it's very very breathable it's supposedly copper infused to make it more breathable and reduce odors does that pass oh, the chemistry vibe i i don't know about uh, copper's properties so you have to way. get back to us on that I one do, i do know that uh, copper is antimicrobial though. so that's maybe that's yeah. what so if you um like me on occasion drool on your pillow i did just wash this so don't worry <laughs> um you know it's supposed to not make it nasty grimy it won't mm. make you sweat as much because i'm a very hot sleeper i just love it it's so cool. Yeah. And I love that you can customize it to your own. That's brilliant. Um, and this is actually way poofier than I would normally like a pillow, but it totally works because it's so like form fitting and I can always take it out. I can always put some back in. It's yeah. just, it's the greatest yeah. pillow ever. And it feels like t-shirt material. Yeah. It's very soft. Yeah. Super, super soft. Yeah. I just love it. Yeah. I want to go take a nap right Ooh, now. Thank you. The rest of the show's on you. I'm going to go nap. And just to let everyone know that you, like, they didn't ask you to do that. Like, no. You, Gosh, I wish they'd yeah, pay us not. for that because I would love to be have a couple more of those. I know. Wouldn't that be oh nice? Oh, my gosh. If you're out there listening, we will uh, endorse you now that you're official cool sheet, too. <laughs> yeah. After the fact, we would uh, consider sponsorship. So. Totally. Oh, <laughs> yes. But, yes, none of our cool sheets are ever sponsored. No, no we, we pick them because we love them. Yeah, so. absolutely. And that is, I do love it. And it has a guarantee, you know, 100 sleep or whatever. They all have 30-day, 90-day nice. guarantees. If you don't like it, you can send it back. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. And if you want to learn more about any of our cool sheets, you can go to 10bestest.com slash doorway, and we have links to all of the cool stuff that we talk about. Yeah. My cool sheet is a book summary. And the this is a YouTube video, and it is summarizing the book Flow by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. And I'm gonna say that again, Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, because I would say one of the things I loved most about seeing this video is that he recognized how difficult it is to pronounce that name because of the spelling, and he pronounces it for you, and he says, by the way, that is how you pronounce it. So it was such a joy for me to finally learn this name and how you say it. So this is a great brief summary of this very well-known book, Flow, which surprisingly hasn't been a cool sheet yet. And this video is on the Fight Mediocrity YouTube channel. This is also a former cool sheet, so that's how I came about to watching about it. And it, it expands on the idea that the way that we feel internally, our consciousness, this comes from inside of us and it is not our circumstances, which is so hard to fight against because our circumstances, are they're coming at us from every direction and it's really hard to navigate that sometimes. But if we can remember that it's a, what's inside of us, um, that's, going to nav that's gonna help us um, navigate all of that. So when we can get into this state of happiness, partially 
that we can do that by getting into the state of flow. And so this book talks all about this and this video is then giving us a snippet of how we can understand that whole concept better and then how we can attain that. So it's possible that the book itself would be a cool sheet if I had actually read it, but I haven't. So for now, this is a great debrief on the whole thing that the originator um, of this concept was uh, talking about in his book. This is more than just a summary though. You get some great visuals to learn from. And there is one part of the video that I wanna highlight in this time that I have, and that's this grid that shows challenge versus skill. And you wanna balance these two. And seeing this visually really helped me um, uh, get into it and understand it a lot better. A lot more to say about this, but watch this video on the book summary of Flow. Oh, this is so cool. So I really need to see this video because mm. Flow, it has been quoted so much on so many oh, nonfiction yeah. books that I've mm -hmm. read that I almost kind of got like, roll my eyes like, oh dear Lord, here we go. Let's talk about flow. It's like synergy, you know, it's just yeah. like, stop it already with the flow. I get it. You want the flow stay. Yes, um, and it's yes. also like that movie where I've seen it third party so often that I feel mm -hmm. like I've read the book mm -hmm. or maybe I have like I can't even remember yeah, right. have I read the book have I just read so many excerpts that I feel like I have I'm sure I've probably bought the digital version of the book uh -huh. and I don't think I've actually got through it I think it was tough for me to get into but I have I mean I know the flow state exists. I love it when I'm in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been so like saturated with it that I was just kind of like closed off. Well, but this may be, well, I need to really look. It was definitely my own hang up and I need to take a look at this video yes. and maybe it'll get me back into it. You and yeah. understand it a little and bit And the video is only like seven minutes, but I got to say that one visual itself, yeah, which we will it. show here, totally worth it because and I completely related to it because it says, okay, if it's something is really challenging, but you have low skill in it, you're going to feel anxious. You're going to have anxiety. And I'm like, yeah, totally. I know that. Yeah. But if so, but if you're a high skill in it and it's not very challenging, you're going to feel bored. And so there's this area that is what you're trying to get at. And that's Ooh. this balance of the two. Yeah, and like it that. made so much sense to me when I saw that visually. That's cool. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm so glad you shared this because, yeah, I want to check out this video and maybe get in touch with my flow again. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to be talking about an Instagram, and this is going to have to get bleeped out on the radio, but it's called Shithead Steve. So that's like poop, only a different word that we can't say on the radio for those listening on the podcast or on the radio station. We won't bleep it out on the podcast. Uh, but this is the self-proclaimed best meme page of 2022, 10 years in a row, in fact. Um, all of their stuff is original unless it will be credited in the posts if it is not original. Um, so I have curated my Instagram feed to three things, education and good news only, inspiring art or projects, and funny stuff, things that make me laugh. And this one is definitely one of the funniest Instagrams out there. If you love memes, this is for you. Um, it's also a really good way to keep up with pop culture. You know, I've talked about TikTok and how I like to do that because it kind of um, 
gets the younger demographic on like what is cool and hip and in pop culture in their world, makes me feel a little bit younger, knows what they're talking about. Um, and, you know, I also talked about a uh, form of cool sheet where it's, you know, having friends that are in different generations. So that just gives your life more, um, I don't know, happiness um, and zest in your life. So this definitely does that because there are a lot of times where I have no idea what they're talking about. The meme does not make sense. And then I have that choice. Do I want to look it up? Do I want to see what this craze is about? Why is everybody talking about Pete Davidson under their bed? Um, or do I just leave it alone? I don't have to. Um, and then when you see the ones that hit, you do, ah, get that. It slaps so hard, as the young kids would say. And it is hilarious. He is just always on point. And I just love it. Um, and actually, this is where I found Recess Therapy, the YouTube, which was my best of last year and still one of my favorite YouTube channels. Um, and so every once in a while, it's not a funny thing. He'll have something really touching and endearing. Um, it also has lots of soprano memes. So, of course, I like that. I just finally finished the rewatch and podcast of that, which was a former cool sheet. Uh, it has tons of dad memes and things like that. They even sell a whole bunch of merch. It's definitely worth checking out. Shithead Steve. Okay, I'm going to subscribe to this. I've never heard of it, but it sounds right up my alley. Like, I just want the, the fun, light stuff sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I have totally gotten rid of news because even the good news stations, it's just always about, um, you know, bad things that are going. There's a lot, of, and that's very important, um, you know, but I have curated my... Uh, feed to just these things creative mm -hmm. I do I would say the other big one that I have is uh, people of color I've tried to mm -hmm. get people of color with voices that are unheard on my feed a lot more often and kind of just scraped away like the more frivolous like stuff that's kind of gets me down and weighs yeah. on me really heavily yeah. so this one yeah if you just want to laugh um tim ferris actually i think is how i found it because he'll okay. repost a lot of uh -huh. this account and i was like what is this and then i looked and it's multiple times a day of like these memes oh and my the, gosh yeah it's super funny endless scroll if you want it uh, sometimes you have to pull yourself away and maybe stop <laughs> watching it so often but it's great it's super funny um, yeah, and then the ones you don't get, like, yeah, you can make that choice. Do yeah. I want to know what this joke mm -hmm. is? Especially if you start seeing it over and over and over. Yes. And then you'll hear someone talk about it, and you're like, all right, I need to, you know, learn what this is so yeah. I can be the, you know, entertaining at the, the cocktail party that knows about all <laughs> pop culture memes. Because who doesn't want to be that person? Who does? At Life of the party. At all of these cocktail parties that we're yeah, going to exactly. all Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. And all of you, if you want to have links and learn more about everything we've talked about, you can go to 10buses.com slash doorway to learn about everything during this episode that we talked about. So thank you so much for joining us this week. We always love hearing from you and please share, like all of those things to distribute the good news that yeah. we share on 10 Bestest. Yes. We love doing this for you. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, and don't forget to stay curious. Want to learn more about this week's cool sheets? Head on over to 10bestus, that's 10bestus.com, for links to all of our cool sheets. And sign up for our monthly newsletter with bonus cool sheets and other fun stuff. 10 Bestus will be back with an all-new episode next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern.